Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, Brandon Scott comes with three and three. Three positions to feel good about, three positions to feel bad about. Off-season upon us, live trip to the Combine coming up uh, in an hour with Cody Stutes. By the way, uh, the D linemen are getting work in today. Oh, boy. That could be a position of interest for the Houston Texans. Uh, Let's start with the good, though. Good news first. Three positions Brandon Scott claims that he feels good about. Brandon, welcome to the show. Yeah, man. Glad. He said claims. Yeah, no, I, 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 I do feel good about these. And I like that we're going positive first because we okay. can get into the negative a little bit later, but I like we're going positive first. I do feel good about these three positions. And I think overall, maybe generally, I'd say I felt good or have felt good about what the Texans have in front of them this offseason, the mm-hmm. moves that they're going to make, the people that they have in charge of making the decisions. So overall, I would say I feel good, but when I nail it down to specific positions, I feel better or best about these three as opposed to the other three we'll talk about later. All right, let's start with number one. What are you feeling good about? All right. Numero uno. Yeah, man, numero uno. (laughs) It's going to be the running backs. It's the running backs because either one or two things is happening, and this is based off of. Wait a minute. No, listen. <laughs> but he's, say, he's saying the path to improvement yeah, is very yeah, clear. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm thinking. Feel me, good about the position group moving forward. I feel good about the position group, but more so than anything, I feel good about, let's call it their strategy or their plan on addressing it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm not breaking new ground, and it's not controversial here. We'll look, probably agree that they need to upgrade the running back position. They need to do something about that position. I think we're all on the same page there. Yeah. But based off of listening to D'Amico Ryans a couple of days ago and then Nick Casario echo- echoing some of what D'Amico Ryans had to say when he talked yesterday, it does feel like they are cognizant of the running back position and their need to upgrade, but also where Devin Singletary could fall in line with all of it. And I feel like based off of hearing them talk, there is a priority in bringing Devin Singletary back or somebody of that caliber to be reliable in the running back room, but mm-hmm. also a need and understanding for upgrading that position overall. So I, I came away from listening to them the last couple of days, mm-hmm. feeling like there is a good chance that they bring back Devin Singletary, but also a good chance that one way or another, no matter which plan it is, Saquon, Josh Jacobs, uh, Derrick Henry, whatever actual mm-hmm. running back you like, I feel like there's going to be an, a, an option or a, deci- a decision made there and bringing in a running back that's going to upgrade the position. Yeah. I, I felt that. I would say there's light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to the running back position. So I see where your head's at. Where are you at on the Saquon thing? I heard the uh, 
the morning show, the uh, Strongman Barkley, I mean, Saquon Barkley uh, segment that they did this morning. Um, where are you at on Saquon? You know, I just I think that Saquon is clearly the best running back that's available on the market. The, the Out of the running backs that they could go acquire, mm-hmm. to me, Saquon Barkley is the best one. I do believe that. Now, I came in here, I guess it was maybe two, three weeks ago now, and was on the Derrick Henry thing. And I know John... Uh, Lopez kind of barked at that a little bit, and and I, and I get it. Henry is the oldest one, the most uh, well has the most tread on the tire, least uh, or the least. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> I, I said most. I meant least. Mm-hmm. The least tread on the tire, uh, the most wear and tear on the tire. Yeah, is maybe yeah. where, what I was going for there. But I also feel like the bang for the buck, the price that you could get for Derrick Henry. Sure. Yeah, it's a sure. good. Yeah, he, he, I think he, it's good. That would be my top. I think when we're talking about smart money, what's the best way? I still think that that's the smartest way. Give Derrick Henry a one to two year deal, you know, that's somewhere around that nice ten to twelve million dollar average annual value, but it's only like, you know, thirteen to fifteen million dollars guaranteed. Like I would give Derrick Henry right now two years, twenty million. Here's $14 million guaranteed. Let's go win the Super Bowl next year. All right, number two. So you feel good about the running back, not necessarily because of what they currently got, but because, because of the plan. Yep. of the plan and the clear opportunity to improve the position. Number two. Numero dos. All right, man. Number two, defensive line. Oh, I wow. Th- like, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead. I was going to say edge rusher, but mm-hmm. let's just let's just call it defensive line slash pass rusher in general. Okay. Jonathan, Jonathan Grenard is another high. And this is the one that I think I'm most conflicted on because I like Jonathan Grenard a lot, a lot. Probably yeah. more than most. Yeah. But I do agree with I think a point that Landry has made, which is like the the franchise tag figure. What is it? Twenty three. Twenty three. Yeah, like I, I do agree that that is a that is an astronomical number and figure for Jonathan Grenard, who again I like a lot, but yeah. he's really only had that one great, maybe two really good years, mm-hmm. and that one special year being this past year. But I feel kind of similar to the running back situation. I feel like they understand that they either have to bring back Jonathan Grenard, and if they don't, the only other option is to get somebody that's comparable or better. Yeah. Like, they can't – you cannot have messaging that is everything starts up front, how much they value the defensive line, but then go through the offseason and letting your most productive defensive lineman go – and not have an adequate replacement. So I I cannot see, based off of how they've talked about Jonathan Grenard and based off of the production that we saw from him last season, I cannot picture a scenario where he is either not brought back in some form or fashion or they don't go get, you know, Daniil Hunter. Like, they're not going to go get Brian Burns. But you know what I'm saying? Chase Young is the guy. Chase Chase Young. That's a one-year. I call him the new clowny. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of at. But I like it. Yeah, he could play his way into. But but it's a one-year deal, and he can either play his way into getting paid somewhere or he can play his way into just signing one-year deals for yeah. perpetuity. $10 yeah. million plus yeah. Yeah. for the remainder of his career, which I is feel like to live. And you should I, get that on a discount, too. I, I, I feel like, uh, and, and Nick Casario said this a couple of times at least, maybe more, uh, we'll see what the market dictates. Yeah. I feel like he's talking about Jonathan Grenard. Yeah. I, I really do. I feel like he's like, yeah, we want him. Kind of. What, I think he's right in line with what you're saying. You know, yeah, it would be really good. We really like him. He's really good and and... Let's see what the market dictates, though, because we're not going to get stupid here. Yeah, I think that's going to be the case. Yeah. And I mean, that just makes sense. That's how free agency works. But yeah. that's especially the case, I think, for 
really all of the Texans like incumbent free agents that we're going to discuss. But more so him because his price is going to be the high. most. Yeah. So yeah. yes, I 100 percent believe that. So what I'm what I'm sensing here, Brandon Scott in the building here on In the Loop Sports Radio 610, and and I'm not I'm not the uh, king of diagnosing or assessing mindsets, but what what, uh, what I'm gathering here from Brandon Scott, the two positions that he feels best about right now is he has a strong trust in this organization because on paper these might be your biggest concerns but i think brandon is encouraged that the organization has acknowledged that these are concerns and the opportunity to improve them is there so what i'm sensing right now b scott is that you're not just looking at the roster and saying they have this 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 right you're saying i trust the organization and these needs are realistic to fit call from mom answer it Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, and on these two specific positions, they don't have this, this, and this. They ain't got this, that, or nothing. I mean, they got Will Anderson, I get it, but you need two edge rushers, obviously. And, I mean, the, the running back is Damian Pierce right now. So you, you figure they're going to do something about that. Now, I'll... I'll I'll, ma- I'll add here. I have not gotten to the to the positions that I don't feel good yeah, about. When I'm we talk about trusting, <laughs> trusting the organization, so, but I do have a third one that I feel yeah. good about. All right, number three, numero tres, wide receiver, man. Mm-hmm. Look, I, hey, I got giddy listening, and I couldn't hear the question exactly, and I'm not sure if the transcript actually gave me the full context or content of the question itself. Yeah, but when I heard D'Amico Ryan's just. Flat out saying, hey, we need separators. We're looking me for too. separators. First thing that jumped and, out at me. And he said, if you've got that one redeeming, I can't remember if you said quality or, tra- or trait, mm-hmm. but he said, if you got that one redeeming thing, basically, where you can separate, we got a spot for you on this team. Yeah. And that, to me, the reason, I would say this is the one I feel the best about. because mm-hmm. And they do have some options there. They do have some players at wide receiver, obviously. But it seems like... D'Amico Ryans is more of the line of thinking that you guys have been on this show and I've been in lockstep with you of, hey, yeah, you got a couple of good receivers, but that doesn't necessarily make it a position of strength because when one of those guys goes down, yeah. the the group all of a sudden looks really, really thin. And and they go down. Yeah, and they go and down. They go down. And how could you, how could you, 
have too many weapons. I've never heard of such a thing. Man, I don't know what to do with all welcome these guys to, to throw welcome, the ball to. Welcome to In the Loop. What the <laughs> hell is that about even? So so to me, I, I appreciated hearing D'Amico talk about it. And again, Nick Asario, I thought, echoed it for the most part. But it sounds like they understand that they need to be better at that position, despite the fact that they got two guys that look like they could be studs at all the position three of already. These, all three of these spots, running back, defensive line, wide receiver, the reason you feel good is because they they they're not handcuffed, right? You know, with, with contracts like the offensive line, or and and they're not also except for the wide receiver position, which they could. They you don't have to spend a mint to to bolster it. It can be a draft pick, or it can be like a Derrick Henry, which is one year, or like a Josh Jacobs, which is three years at twelve or or, or thirteen. Uh, and in the defensive line, you can get a Chase Young on a short term. So you're not handcuffed, and you're not going to spend a mint. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I love it. I, I think the I've been saying it. So much opportunity right there in front of them. Some of the guys that they can bring back. Some of the guys that they can go out there and get. I, I'm just I'm loving this position that they are in, and those three specific positions I can't help but feel good about. Brandon Scott with us here on In the Loop Sports Radio six ten. So that's the three that you feel good about: running yeah. back, wide out, D line. What do you feel bad about? Let's start with number one. Positions B Scott doesn't feel great. Numero about. uno. Let's start with tight end. Your one of your favorite positions to criticize on this squad with this organization, Landry. Tight end, a position that they have been, I think you can fairly say, negligent with over the last several years or over the course of several years until last year when they brought in Dalton Schultz. Mm-hmm. Y'all heard D'Amico Ryan's talking about Dalton Schultz, and this has been picked apart on all the shows at this point, I feel like. He ain't really sound like he really sound like he was in love with Dalton Schultz. I know C when he C, made it clear pass game. That was my favorite thing that D'Amico said. He yeah. said Dalton helped us in the pass game, and it wasn't man. Do we have? It wasn't just that he said the pass game. It was the way. It was the tone and inflection of. It was the first sentence made that he some said, big catches, yeah. and he really helped us in the passing game. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? As we if, picked up on that and talked about it a little bit. See, too. Yeah, was, my, yeah. my my thing is this: like. It, it, are you settling if you're if if all of a sudden you're like feeling desperate and wanting to franchise tag or bring back Dalton Schultz? Maybe it's not. Well, I mean, it's not like he was your first choice last year. The yeah. market basically told him, "Hey, you're you're worth this." Yeah. And you've heard Nick Casario yeah. talk about you let him test the market and then you figure it out. So, do you go from getting Dalton Schultz at a bargain to suddenly saying, "Well, you know, we could end up doing worse." Well, you were willing to be worse last mm, year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how how that could, is it possible to say that CJ could get the most of? John U. Smith or you're right though Noah Fant they really haven't done a good job at tight end for they, years they haven't they haven't years. they haven't and then they finally do and now we're in this yeah. precarious situation of well do you bring him back it, you liked him at the price that you got him for last year but now has he outpriced himself outpriced himself out of your market you know like I I, I don't know and I've said this before about Dalton Schultz. I feel like you know. I feel like you kind of got to bring him back because he was productive and he was good for you. But I also wasn't overly impressed with the guy. So it's like, okay, so what do you, what do you do about that? What yeah. do you do if you if you want to upgrade, but you're not exactly sure if an upgrade is there, and do you want to pay premium price or or extra for what you thought was maybe the perfect price last year, the year before? I, I'm not. I am. I am not exactly sure. I think I was much more confident. Hey, hey, franchise Dalton Schultz or make a deal with Dalton Schultz. And now I'm just like, man, I don't. I'm not really exactly sure what they should I'm do. I'm not in end. love with any of these dudes, man. Like <laughs> I, I'm in love. I'm in love with two players on this team. 
Maybe maybe you can talk me into other. I'm in love with C.J. Stroud, and I'm in love with Will Anderson. Oh, give me and some Tank Dell. I, I can, and yeah, and Tank Dell give with what he's Dale. making in three years remaining. Mm-hmm. You can talk me into that. You can talk me into Stingley. No. Outside of that, I'm not in love. I'm not in love with these guys. I, does that mean that I don't think they can be a part of things? Who knows? But that that's my core right there. I'm not going to fall in love because of a magical season with Nico Collins or Dalton Schultz. I like Nico. He's a good dude. Uh, works his ass off. He's had one good year. Um, and he's been hurt. There's, I mean, I, I need to, I need to see a little bit more before I start just feeling like I'm in love. I'm in love with Nico Collins. You, you make the case where Will Anderson, and CJ Stroud have had one good year. That's fine. I, I feel no. good about them and they're going to be here for, they, they, they're going to be here for cheap for, for two or three more. So yeah. I'm in love with that idea, Number but I'm two. not in love with any of these dudes. Numero dos. Cornerback, man. Cornerback, Dude. and and I and I feel like it's the position. It's not getting enough attention. It's and you're I think, in our heads. You're I, in my head. That's I, for dang sure. I think what Landry just said, though, <laughs> the not getting enough attention part, is really what's got me because it's not like anything happened at the combine over the last couple of days that's got me feeling worse about yeah. the position than I did before, as opposed to the ones that I feel better about with, like, say, running back and how and I guess tight end the way he talked about them. Mm-hmm. Cornerback is just one that I sat there and or I'm sitting there thinking about. And it, it wasn't getting any attention until we, until we started talking about Steven Nelson and his bad podcast <laughs> and how mouthy he is in the offseason and all that kind of stuff. I don't feel like we, we were giving it any attention. But, man, they don't have nobody to play on the opposite side of, Stingley. of Derek Stingley. And you and, don't and, know if he's going to be healthy. Do they have and, a nickel? And, and, and they don't have a nickel. They, like, literally don't have – I mean, Thomas is a free agent, right? Yeah, yeah. And so is Des King's their nickel. And Des King. So, like, I'm at a point, y'all tell me if I'm crazy for this. But just, obviously it's not my job. I don't don't really have to worry about it. But to just get it out of my head, to just get it off my plate, y'all tell me if I'm crazy. Man, I almost rather just run it back with Steven Nelson and Des King, re-sign him and just let it not be a concern or worry. Because they were good. (laughs) I I get it. I get it. But they were good. No. And I am. Evaluate. I want them to evaluate and bring in someone that they like. I want them to find the next Steven Nelson. Fair enough. The next Steven Nelson that's on the back end of his 20s or something and evaluate that. But I'm with you. Like, it's. It makes me nervous. Yeah, I think they maxed. I think they maxed out Des King and they maxed out Stephen Nelson, and they need to improve it. But I'm with you. It is a interesting position, similar to tight end, where I don't know what they're going to do or what they should do. Mm-hmm. That's where I'm at with the cornerback situation. Yeah, I don't know what they will do, and I, you know, I guess it's kind of my job to to have opinions and to tell you what I think they should do. I am not exactly sure. I'm just not. Final one. Numero tres. All right, I feel like we've kind of been on the same page for most of these. This is the one where y'all are going to kind of look at me sideways. I might as well just let you know. <laughs> Out of all positions to pick on uh-huh. this team, to not feel comfortable about or to be a little uneasy about right now, linebacker. Well, I don't think that's nuts. That's uh, not crazy. Yeah, I don't think that's nuts. Well, and, and here's my here's I my he's about to say quarterback. Yeah. I was, <laughs> oh, you know, quarterback. I, <laughs> Got to find a guy who can throw the ball. Yeah, quarterback. I don't know if maybe Davis Mills yeah. has a shot. I don't know. Uh, but linebacker, man. Like, obviously, they don't have, you know, two of their starters at linebacker are gone. You know, between Blake Cashman, you know, Denzel Perryman. All they got really at linebacker right now is Christian Harris, and you figured Henry Toa Toa is, is, is at least a good death piece. Mm-hmm. And you know he can go in there and play Mike linebacker, start for you if you need him to, because he did that a little bit last year. But – I don't know what's going to happen with Blake Cashman. I'm worried about the Patrick Queen thing because somebody's going to pay him a lot of money. Yeah. And I am 
like you guys hoping, or at least for sure like Landry. Lopez, you seem to be a little bit more open to Patrick Queen from what I've heard. But I'm worried that the place that's going to do it is the one where the head coach is a linebacker. And, and I don't know which ledger of the D'Amico dust, the pixie dust we're going to fall on. Are they going to over, over-rely on the pixie dust and feel like they can just go get anybody at linebacker? Hey, we signed Blake Cashman to be a special teams guy, and then lo and behold, as Nick Casario said, we didn't have it on our bingo card, but he ended up leading us in tackles. How much of that is the D'Amico pixie dust? Yeah. Or are they going to go on the other side of the ledger and say, hey, man, this is this is the linebacker that's the head coach, and we already know D'Amico love him some good linebackers. He love does. him a linebacker. Are they going to overly invest? Are they going to underinvest or overinvest? I feel like it could be a blind spot for this team. Brandon Scott in the building. Coming up next, let's talk about this draft. What, what does B. Scott think about some of the dialogue that we've heard the last few days? What positions – uh, does he think they'll go with? What positions does he think they should go with? We'll talk about that first. I want to get you to the rodeo. Whiskey Myers, they're going to be performing at the rodeo. We want you to be there. Caller number seven in the spirit of C.J. Stroud, 713-572-4610. Caller number seven, you're going to the rodeo. I'm going tomorrow. Cannot wait. You're going to go see Whiskey Myers. Good luck. Next chance to win coming up at one. Coming up, draft clues here on In the Loop. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.